Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. ago this has some playoff feel behind it oh it's a rivalry game too and guys we all know fantasy and playoffs it's right around the corner that's why you need to get on down to tssfantasy.com check out our rankings mine will be up by the end of the show i promise guys and i never break a promise but while you're there take a look at our merchandise we got that cool little emblem you know, you saw it on uh, the cup right there. Justin, you want to throw that up one more time, baby? Oh, look at that. That's so fresh. Um, we won't have those on there just yet, but we got some cool hoodies. We got everything you need. And just go on down. Well, I mean, we got to give it to – We got to give it up there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it up there eventually. But anyways, I've taken way too long. Let's get on down to Nick. Justin, still fumbling through the intro after week. 14. Gotta love it. Let's welcome in Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Thank you, Justin. What's colder than ice cold? Ice cold. So, so first to clean, clean. And uh, yeah, I messed that up. So, anyway, uh, you know what? I just can't wait. Big show tonight. Two big heavyweights tonight coming in. It is embarrassing, but you know what? You. You stick with us, and we stick with you, so uh, it's all good, sir. All yes. right, let's 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 get it going. Let's get it going. All right. 
definitely fumbling through this one. All right, let's welcome in Fred the Jester Welcome into the studio. Hello, everyone. Thank you for following me at TSS Jester. I want to give a big shout out to the person that made the cup, Nova Linosis Creations. You can follow them on Facebook at Nova Linosis Creations. Much again, once appreciated. Let's talk some football. See, fellas, that's how you tighten up your intro app. Look how you tighten that up. I love that product placement. Fernie's on point one time out of the whole damn year, and you <laughs> and you want and you want him to be the model of I what to do. Listen, okay, I gotta give him, gotta give him the compliment when it's time. All right. Speaking of the jester, he's got a Christmas sack, and he wants to give it Ooh. to you. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half happiest season of all Nobody does the holidays like TSS Fantasy. Hit the subscribe button. We're giving away a signed Chris Johnson jersey, a signed Andre Reid jersey, a what? signed Damian Harris jersey, what? a signed Damian Davis. Wait, what? Me up there, Jamison Williams jersey, and a signed Jerry Judy helmet. It's all in the Jester stack. Just hit subscribe. All you got to do. We're giving it away Christmas. Christmas Eve. That's what we're going to do at Christmas. We don't bother us Christmas Day. All right, let's not mess this up. Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we do what we want. Yeah. But, Nick, it's also because we're the fantasy show of the people. Guys, yeah. we do all this just for the people. All right, this intro is dying. For sure. I don't know. They caught me off guard. <laughs> Started. Before we bring our guest in, let's really quick go over some quick news. All right, just some quick news and notes to go over. Baker Mayfield, the only team to go out and grab him, was, was the L.A. Rams who were in desperate need of a QB. Really quickly, I'll just ask you, or is anyone picking up Baker Mayfield just Nick? I mean, he's my start of the week. All right, what you do know, you think, No. There's a slight chance. I mean, I mean, they're not doing good. Why not just play him the last five games of the season and see what he can do in the Rams? I mean, what else they got going on in, in, in L.A. right now? No, I just I'd rather play ball for uh, Would I pick I'm him up? Fan. Would I pick him up in stash him? Right. Ten percent, no. I wasn't putting no. you as the NFL owner if you're picking him up or not. Uh, All right. Davis Mills is back at Houston as it can be, so we shall see what happens there. I mean, this offense has been kind of up and down, so don't expect much there. Darren Waller Waller looks like he could be back in week 15, possibly, so if he's on your waiver wire somewhere, maybe somebody you want to pick up for possible later playoff implications. As we know, the tight end position is very barren. So it might not be a bad stash to have. Tua and Waddle both were limited today, but they did practice. So good news trending for them. Trevor Lawrence actually did not practice today and is very questionable to play this weekend. Um, Looks like he had a foot injury during the game. 
Um, came back in, however, and it looks like it's swollen back up. So, you know, again, let's see how, how quickly that can dies down and can he play this Sunday. So that's a big – it's actually a pretty big matchup for him too, so just something to look out for. Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris both did not practice. Something to take note of if they don't go because that's a Monday play, so something to watch out for. I'm not sure you're picking up another Patriots receiver or anything, to, but so you might want to look somewhere else. Deonta Foreman also did not practice. Um, let's go around the room real quick, ask this quick question. Lamar Jackson with his designation possibly two to four weeks and wasn't playing all that great when he was in. Are you dropping him off your roster? Fred, I'll ask you that first. No. Um, wow. Uh, there's a good possibility because I'm just thinking about it. If if you're in fantasy season right now, you're in the playoffs, and there's only three rounds, you're possibly going to lose him for three rounds unless he comes back in two weeks and he'll probably be uh, hurt. So, I mean, I would definitely be looking for another quarterback to back him up, 100%. Nick, you dropping him? No, just to go along with the lines of phrase says, Plazette, you got to look at the schedule. When he does come come back, who is he playing? But right now, uh, him and the Ravens would, would be smart just to shelve him for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Justin, how about you? Nick, they're eight and four. What are you talking <laughs> about, shelving for the rest of the year? I was just agreeing because I was <laughs> He's <shelving>. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going anywhere. Hundley's they're not going bad. anywhere. They're going with, to that the offense, with that offense, they ain't going anywhere. But we're talking right. about fantasy, so, right? Would you drop him off your squad? Right. That was that oh, was the question. Yeah. But he, if, I think, if, uh, if he goes, yeah. Sorry. If he goes to the IR, then yeah, <clears> you got to drop him because that's four weeks. But if he's not in the IR, then he, that's why we have uh, spots for him on the IR. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And pick up Hundley. I mean, he's a poor man's Lamar that's Jackson it. anyway. Yeah, and he's played well in the past prior, so not too bad there. Von Miller out for the year, torn ACL. Wow. So you know, not. Fantasy, huge fantasy implications, maybe at least for the uh, Bills' defense at least, um, but it is something to take note of. Uh, and then Wayne Gallman um, signed um, with Seattle um, with their whole actual running back uh, hurt. Uh, might be somebody to think about just grabbing for right now. He might be the lone healthy back uh, in Seattle. Yes, Nick. Going back to that, why didn't Seattle try and jump up and get Melvin Gordon instead of just letting them, letting them go when they knew that their running back was in such disarray? Well, yeah, that is a good question to bring up. I mean, he's still out there in free agency. Why, why is he? No, not he's not. He's on Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. Kansas City, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's still irrelevant on KC squad. But, yeah, totally. You're 100% right on that. Why didn't they jump up? There's plenty of other um, cool. guys out there. Could, right? Yes, go ahead. I, I would just say this. I mean, before last week, they actually had four running backs. Like, last week took out every one of their running backs. Like, Kenneth Walker was done by halftime. Travis Homer showed up with an injury. Um, you know, what was it? DJ Jallis had a foot injury at the end of the game. Like, there was – it was to a point where they were asking Kenneth Walker, who was supposed to be doubtful, to come back into that game because they were so short at running back. So, I think that the Melvin Gordon thing was just simply because, you know, they didn't expect one week to totally deplete their entire running back room. And that Melvin Gordon thing happened like two weeks ago. So I think he's already getting bumped up to Casey's number one at this point. They're finding themselves in the Baltimore Raven, um, you know, 
kind of stayed like they were last year with all the running backs hurt, yeah. although they're kind of like that this year too, crazy enough. All right, let's get off the Seattle backfield, and let's get on to our champs or chumps night. We're going to bring in Rod and Bengal Jim. Let's get it on. It's champs or chumps night, ladies and gentlemen, and we got an exciting one for you tonight. First, we'll welcome into the studio, Rod Bloom. Welcome into our studio, my friend. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Um, I got to thank you for that for the way you um, fixed up that picture on the promo. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a tan that good in my life. Um, I, I just I appreciate that. All good, my friend. It's all about the Hollywood magic around here. Yeah. Rod, Rod is the host of the Browns Blitz and Lice the Blitz Pod, so make sure you go check that out. Also, let's welcome in his opponent, Bengal Jim. He has, well, I, had, I was sitting here writing down all this stuff. Fan of the year in 2021, the longest running tailgate in Cincinnati, and uh, host of Bengal Jim and Friends Podcast. Welcome into the studio, friend. Man, thanks for uh, having me, man. I'm excited about this. I got my guy, Rob, here from the city up north. It's going to be a hell of a show, man. We're going to have some fun with this now. Absolutely. Yes, the Battle of Ohio. It is on and popping tonight. We're champs or chumps. Yes, Nick. Before we start, uh, Bengal, Jim, you have won the background of the year award already. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that thing. That thing is stellar. That is Always. stellar. It's some, some football history back here behind me, man, from 1969 all the way to today, man. It's a whole wall. I don't have a, a computer. i got to scoot my computer on the other side of the room for you to see it all, man. It's awesome. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank Maybe you. Maybe after the show. Got to yeah, love absolutely. it. He is bringing the thunder tonight. Let's get it on. It's Champs of Chumps time. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but And only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm going to give this one to Mike. So, Caleb, for just right now. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> It's champs or chumps night. Let's get it on. We're going to start with our champ round in round one. We're going to start with the QB position. Rod, you're up first. Give us the case for why Deshaun Watson is going to be a champ this Sunday. Oh, this is going to be good. I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I mean, you guys know the offense didn't score any points last week, right? <laughs> I'm not here to make a case, that. sir. That's your job. Only yeah. way to go it up. Yeah, so anyways <laughs> – <laughs> so Deshaun Watson hadn't played in uh, 700 days or something like that, um, you know, before before the uh, game in Houston. Um, the good news is I went back and looked at some stats, and 
um, read an article and Deshaun Watson, uh, he's come back from a couple of ACL tears and hasn't done very good in his first game back, but in his second game back, I went back to, um, 2018 when he recovered from his last ACL injury and in his first game back he threw for a buck 76 and in a second game back he threw for 310 yards two touchdowns and he, he had a pick but uh 310 and two touchdowns in a second game back so um I don't know if that's going to translate or not but um you know there's hope that that there could be a quick turnaround here um you know, that maybe he'll be more comfortable. He's not going to be in Houston, first of all. Um, I'm sure there were a lot of nerves, uh, you know, with being back in that stadium again. So, you know, I have hope that he's going to play a lot better. Um, well, let's put it that way. Um, all right. I'm yeah. not going to stretch it out for greatness right now, guys. I'm, I'm, I think that's just kind of crazy after two years to think he's going to come out and throw for uh, – 400 yards and four touchdowns, but I think there's definitely a pattern with Deshaun Watson or he could, he could come out and have a good game. And a great stat to grab too, Rod. That's what, that's the way you bring it. That's what you bring it on chance or chumps, bringing the second game back stat from 2018. Gotta love it. All right, let's go to Bengal. Jim, you're up my friend. Let's hear why Joe cool burrow is going to be the champ this Sunday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Man, it, it, just like last year, Joe Burrow towards the end of the year just turned it on. Uh, I be, give give Rob some kudos here, man. The Browns have had our numbers for the past few years, man. For whatever reason, we could beat the damn Chiefs in Nashville, and we lose to the damn city up north. I just don't get it. But anyway, so here here's what's going to happen this week, though. I just came from an event tonight. Uh, there was a Bengal player uh, not to be named. Uh, that's pretty damn confident about this win Sunday. Uh, the offensive line is playing a lot better. They're coming together very, very well. Um, and this game means more, to, let's be honest. It, it means more to Cincinnati. We lost our first three AFC North games. Uh, we just uh, uh, just beat the Steelers. Uh, we got to beat the City up North this week, and we got the Ravens to finish the year. So this these are must-wins. Every game is a playoff game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Joe Burrow in big games, nobody better. I'm sorry. I, I just love the guy. The, the other thing, too, you know, the most hated quarterback in 2022 is Deshaun Watson. I'm telling you, the city of Cincinnati, there's going to be 65,000 fans down here. This guy is going to get booed every time he steps on the field. Um, so I, I really do believe the Bengals have a, like a 31 and 18 at home against the city up north. Joe Burrow, big game, must win for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow gets the job done this week. 
Yeah, it was certainly an interesting reaction to Deshaun going into Houston last week. A little mix of uh, cheers, a little mix of booze. You're right, though. He will not get a little mix this week from Cincinnati. Uh That is for sure. Nick, what say you? Who is winner of round one? Before I get to that, Jim, uh, is that the official name for Cleveland and Cincinnati, the city up north? Yeah, Because you haven't said it one time. It's city up north, and then the other AFC team that we talk about is the city near West Virginia. So, you know, we, you know, and, and Rob and I still, Rob and I, still, we, Rob and I would agree on calling the city near West Virginia and the Ratbirds. So we're good, man. We don't, you know, that's how we roll. All right, All right Nick. Who's uh, got well, as Rod, I'm sorry, as impressive as your stat was, you did the deep, deep dive. Uh, it wasn't deep enough because I'm sorry, Joe Burrow is the king of the jungle right now. So I'm going to go with um, Jim round one. Jim's taking round one, the king of said jungle. Let's go to round two. This is the chump round, and we're going to talk about the other team squad. And, Bengal, Jim, we'll start with you. Tell us why this running game, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hump, they're going to be chumps this Sunday. Man, I'll tell you what. Um, there was a game the Bengals played a few weeks ago against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, maybe the best running back in the NFL. Derrick Henry was held to 38 yards, 2.2 yards per carry. There's three names I'm going to throw out to you right now. DJ Reader is a stud in the middle of that line, and you'll see that Sunday if you haven't seen him yet. And there's two of the most underrated linebackers uh, in the NFL. You've got uh, Logan Wilson, who's one of my favorites, and Jermaine Pratt. You've got other guys there, but watch those two guys. Uh, when you hold King Henry to 2.2 yards a carry on 17 carries, um, we're, we're going to we're going to make we're going to put we're going to make the city of North throw the damn ball. I am not worried about Nick Chubb and that outstanding backfield that, that the city of North has, which is a damn good backfield. Uh, the Bengals have something to prove. They do not want to lose to the city of North again, but our linebacking core and DJ reader put a stop to these guys this week. All right. We shall see. It'd be interesting to put Deshaun in the driver's seat. All right, Rod, it's up to you now, my friend, you're on the chump side. Now let's see if Joe Mixon. Possibly should be back this week. If not, of course, it's Sam Perine. Either way, let's hear why this Bengals running back uh, core will not do well this Sunday. You know, in, in the first game in Cleveland, the Bengals really didn't uh, – they weren't able to run the ball much, um, and they really didn't show that they wanted to run the ball. So I don't know if they're even going to try to run the ball. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I mean um, – the two backs, I mean, Mixon ran the ball eight times for 27 yards in Cleveland. Um, it's kind of unusual because a lot of teams have had success running the ball. Um, now the Browns linebackers had probably their best, best game of the best game of the season in that game against the Bengals. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think it just comes down to matchups and the Browns defense just seems to match up pretty well against the Bengals offense. And, um, you know, I, I think this, this is going to be a big big part of that is um, being able to stop the run. I think the Browns are going to, going to try to play it the same way they did in the game up in Cleveland. And if they can do that, I think they'll be successful in stopping the run. Nick, what say you? Who is stopping round two? Well, um, I don't have the, the exact stats in front of me, but the eyeball test tells me that Cleveland's got a better line. And they do have better running backs than 
Cincinnati does. Uh, I actually have them both, and Samaj P. Ryan's been playing out of his mind the past three games. Uh, but with that being said, I still think that Cleveland's going to have a better uh, day on the ground because they're going to have to because I don't trust Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to go with Rod on round two. All right, round two goes to Rod. It's one to one. Um, by the way, Samjay Preen, back-to-back angry run winner as well. Like, this guy is running on fire for sure. Let's go to Rod to start this next champ round, round three, talking about the receivers. Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and crew. Tell us why they're going to be champs this coming Sunday. Uh, I mean, uh, Amari Cooper had a – and I'm going back to October again. He had, I think he had one of his biggest games against the Bengals. Um, he he uh, had 131 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Um, so, uh, you know, he's been, he's been pretty consistent. He's had a lot of hundred yard games. I don't have that number in front of me, but um, I'm hoping that the, uh, I think he only had four receptions for 40 plus yards against, um, against Houston. But um, as we know, Watson didn't, uh, didn't throw for much in that game. So um, we're hoping that um, hoping that Watson turns it on a little bit. And if he does, you have to figure that Murray Cooper is going to be the recipient, um, the number one guy. He's going to be the guy who's probably going to be open the most because he's uh, the most capable guy. Um, so I, you know, he's, uh, he's the most likely guy to, to put up another hundred yard game just because he's been doing it, you know, pretty much throughout the seasons. Donovan Peoples-Jones also been open on a few deep ones. Also, he might catch him as well. We'll see yeah. how it plays out Sunday. Bengals, Jim, I mean, this is about the easiest case you can make so far in champs or chumps for a receiver for Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. You know what? Do we even need to have him speak, Nick, in this? I mean, I don't know. But go ahead, Bengals, Jim. Make the case. For entertainment value, sure. Let's go ahead. So I have to go their receivers against the Browns, and that's just their receivers, right? That's true. That's true. That's All right. True. So this this is this is a layup, man. I'm sorry, guys. This is a layup. A healthy wide receiving core. Tyler Boyd, the best slot receiver in the NFL. T. Higgins, a number one receiver on most every NFL team in this league. Jamar Chase, special, special dude. This is the best wide receiver room in the NFL. Selfless, no egos. We all remember Cincinnati, the Chad Johnsons and the Terrell Owens on the same team. The exact opposite of what those guys are. Love, love Chad still, right? Um, and, and guys, they they got they got some other guys that, that are catching the ball. This Trent Irwin kid, man. I mean, he's a fourth receiver. He's making plays right and left. It just seems like every time somebody's down, when Jamar Chase was out a few weeks, guys are stepping up. This is the best wide receiver in the room, guys. It, it, wide receiver room in the league. Uh, Joe Burrow has got a connection with these guys, and and Joe Burrow throws the best back shoulder passes, and it's between him and Jamar Chase, man. It, they get some chemistry here that I've never seen before. Um, this wide receiver room is a no-brainer, man. It's it's it, They're going to go off this week. Yeah, they, it's definitely a no-brainer. Um, I will have to say, though, they are one of the best receiving rooms because America's team, the Miami Dolphins, have a pretty decent one as well. <laughs> Nick, what say you, my friend? Who wins round number three? They do, but Cincinnati's got a better third option than uh, Miami does. So uh, uh, you said you said layup. It, dude, it's a slam dunk. I'm sorry. Jim, you, you take round three. Round three going to Jim. Let's go to the tight ends. We're back to the chump round. Let's go into – we'll start with Bengal Jim. We'll talk about the Browns tight end. Najoku, hopefully, if he is available this Sunday, um, let's talk about why he'll be a chump 
coming up Sunday. Two words, pretty simple. I'll be quick. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> A Deshaun Watson dig, if you will. All right. Well, pretty short and sweet rod. Let's talk about Hayden Hurst. He's a little banged up as well. Or let's talk about the tight ends for the uh, Bengals. Why are they going to be chumped this Sunday? Is Hayden Hurst even playing? I mean, I saw he was doubtful. So right, yeah. So he's banged if, up. If he doesn't play, yeah. If he doesn't play, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember uh, the backup's name, but what's he? Mitch, Mitch, Will, Mitch Wilcox. Mitch, Mitch Wilcox will be filling in there. So yeah, and he he. Hasn't played much this season, so I know nothing about him. I'm assuming he won't be a factor. Um, yeah, pretty know. sure. I mean, it's pretty I'm assuming sure he's going to throw to the wide receiver, uh, go to the receivers over the tight end. So I'm assuming if Hayden Hurst isn't out there, uh, tight ends are not going to be a factor. Sounds pretty, pretty buttoned up to me, Nick. What about you? Who wins round number four? Yeah, I'm going to have to say that uh, Rod does win, win round number four, but also – uh, Jim, to your to your point, you, your argument was the Sean Watson. Uh, to borrow a hockey term, they might be doing a little dump and chase. They they might be dumping it off to the Joker real quick and then chasing his ass down down the field. <laughs> might be because he's fast. He's good. It's all tied up. Believe it or not, we're going into the final round, round five, the money round. Rod, we're going to start with you, the champ round for the Browns. Give us the case why the Browns are going to win this coming Sunday. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of things I can put out there. Um, and, guys, I, I, being honest here, I mean, I, I think this game's really up for grabs. But if I'm looking um, – I could see it going either way. But if I'm looking at why the Browns are winning, uh, Browns are coming off, off two big wins. Um, you know, they had the overtime win over the Buccaneers, which is a character-building win. Um, the Browns just haven't won games like that recently. Uh, to me, that was a big win for the franchise. And then this win over Houston was a, a win where the defense just played differently, creating turnovers and scoring points and, and seeing a punt return touchdown. It's just, to me, that's activating parts of the team that, that we just haven't seen those things happen in Cleveland. So I, I just feel like there's more belief in those parts of the team. And I feel like this team already has a belief in the offense. This this offense has been putting up 20, 30 points a game almost every week anyways. Um, it's just a matter of getting Deshaun Watson going. But aside from that, it you know, it, it goes back to the Browns and matchups. And like Jim said, you know, the reason, um, you know, for some reason the Bengals own the Chiefs right now. Um, and the Browns have owned the Bengals recently. Um, you can watch these games and you can't explain it. You know, it might be personnel. I mean, just the way things match up. So, uh, to me, the biggest reason why I would see the Browns winning this game is because the Browns might have a psychological advantage, um, you know, and, uh, just because they're in the Bengals head a little bit, um, you know, whether that backfires or not, who knows, but I, I feel like the Browns, have this going. The Browns have won, um, was it five in a row and eight of the last nine in this series. And I think the Browns take this game seriously. I mean, it, it's, it is a big rivalry game. Um, and the Browns have, you know, the Browns are on the edge of the playoffs, but the real the reality of them winning out and making the playoffs is not, is not very great. So, um, 
to me, they don't have a lot to lose in this game. They're going to go in and do what they can. And I don't, I, I just don't think they have anything to lose. And um, I think they're just going to go in and do what they can and, and get a win. Rod says the Bengals don't know about the voodoo that the Browns do, apparently. <laughs> Let's go to Jim. Let's hear the champ argument why the Bengals are going to be champ this coming Guys, Sunday. Hey, Rob, Rob's right, man. The, the, the Bengal players have heard it from the fan base here about we can beat every TAM team in the NFL. We can't beat the city up north. You got to be kidding me. These guys are pissed. I'm telling you, man. I, I, just, I was just with three players. This, this evening at an event, and behind closed doors, these guys, they're as focused on this game as they were the AFC Championship game last year or the game last week or the week before against Tennessee. This is a – basically the guys are upset. They are ready to prove that they can beat these guys. And it's a must-win game. Every game from here on out, the Bengals are playing for a number one seed right now. Every game is a must-win. Every game is a playoff game for these guys. They're playing in the jungle. The, the Bengals are 31 and 18 uh, against the city up north uh, at home. The Bengals defense is playing lights out, guys. We're down one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL with a, a Wuzie Cheeto, we call him. Um, we haven't missed a beat, man. Uh, and these guys and Lou Amaretto, our defensive coordinator, is dialing up all kinds of crazy stunts and things going on here. And Joe Burrow is playing as good as any quarterback in the NFL, period, right now. Uh, this guy is seeing everything, uh, anticipating everything. At the end of the day, Paul Brown's Cincinnati Bengals win this matchup this week, and it's not even going to be close, and I'm dead serious about that. Ooh, not even going to be close, he said. He wants two to touchdown, middle two touchdown win, I'm telling you. It's, it's happening. TD beatdown, Nick, what say you? Who's the winner tonight? Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be – you guys both make very good arguments. Uh, you left out the – the uh, defensive front rod for the for the Browns. Um, Jim brought up the the linebackers. He didn't say just uh, Jesse Bates, who's who's highly talented, but it's going to come down to leadership. It's going to come down to skill, and I'm going to go with Joe Burrow every time over Deshaun Watson. Uh, at this stage of his career, uh, Joe Burrow is head and shoulders above Deshaun Watson. Was that a pun on a massage? No, I'm just kidding. All right, no, that wasn't. Job. You made it one, but it wasn't. <laughs> I know I did. Dude, right, I, was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> we all were there. We all were there, Dick. All right, congratulations, Bengals. Jim, you are tonight's winner. Rod, and I'm sorry, my friend, but tonight. He's so nice. I know. He's so nice. I hate hate doing it. Just a tradition on our show, sir, for the loser to take it home. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What a great game tonight for a great game this Sunday, though, nonetheless. Let's start with our winner tonight, Bengals Jim. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. Uh, just Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Just look up uh, Bengal Jim's Before the Roar, it's BTR, uh, and we can find us on any of the platforms. YouTube channel uh, every Tuesday night. We got Kay Adams coming on next Tuesday. 
Uh, we got Logan Wilson a week after that. We just had Trent Irwin, a Bengals player, on uh, last week. We had DJ Reader on a few weeks ago. We got all the the current and former players on the pods and Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Appreciate a follow, man, and we'll follow back. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. No sweat. Make sure to go follow, subscribe. Kay Adams, how fun is that from, uh, well, used to be on Good Morning Football. Uh, that's awesome. Make sure to go follow, subscribe, and get all Bengal Jim's great content. Rod, how about you, my friend? And where can we follow, subscribe, and get all your great content? Uh, everybody can just find me at B on Twitter. And uh, there, there's uh, I have my podcasts listed there, uh, the Browns Blitz and, and Life's a Blitz. And that'll get you to those. And, and uh, appreciate listens and, and uh, everything there. But, uh, but yeah, definitely love to interact with, with fans of uh, the Browns and any other team. Awesome. Well, make sure, like I said, go follow, subscribe, get all their great content. Well, it's, you never know, not towards the end of the season yet. Maybe you guys will be in another big game before it's over. We could possibly get you back in. We appreciate you coming in tonight, though. Um, fellas, we're going to send you off, and we're going to do our starts of the week. Once again, we appreciate you. Rob, see you, buddy. See you, Jim. See you guys. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. We got the men in t-shirts back for the uh, <laughs> Let's start with the starts of the week. We'll start with our quarterback spread. We'll start with you. Who's your QB star of the week? You started with me? Yeah, you special were, of the day. You've been off this whole time. I, think I, I just said it. You see Justin. Uh, All right, let's go, Justin. Let's go to you. He's not ready yet. He's, he's been off. He's been off for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. He needs a little warm-up. He's Gatorade uh, already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with McCorkle Jones. Um, so <laughs> this is an interesting one here. You got six teams on a bye. You got limited options. And guess what? Mac Jones isn't bad against this Arizona defense. Last five games, Arizona has allowed a whopping 24.6 points to the quarterback position. They are getting owned by quarterbacks. Um you know, he's proven in the past that he can put up 30-point fantasy point uh, games for you. So I am going to take a very bold move here and take a shot on McCorkle. On Mr. McCorkle. All right, Fred, get your notes out. Like you said, you've been off this whole time. Figured you want to get back and start talking. Who you got for QB start? I got Detroit's Jared Goff and the offensive uh, juggernaut. So last time, I mean, he's had a couple of nice games. Last game, um, last time he faced the Vikings, golf had 277 touchdown interception. Uh, it was good for 14 point something points, and that was on the road. Now he has at home, they are clicking, and I like where and all his receivers are healthy. Start Jared Golf. Jared Golf is the start for Fred. Bill, what is up? Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Appreciate you as always. Fourth and flex as well. Go check those guys out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Nick, who's your start this week? Baker Mayfield. He just got picked up. <laughs> no. Uh, I am going to go with the captain, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk Cousins. Uh, in the, uh, overall, he's number 14. Right now, he's got uh, 16 and a half points per game. He's got 18 TDs on the year. However, not great numbers, but 
He's playing Detroit, who's got even worse numbers on defense. They're 32nd. They give up 23 points to quarterbacks, 19 passing TDs on the year, and in weeks 12 through 14, they give up three touchdowns and 219 yards per game. I'm telling you, this is a game where Kirk Cousins is actually going to shine. Bengals Jim tailgate experience chiming in. Today, Bengals by two TDs over the city of North. Right. You know what's so funny? You pointed that out. By the way, Bengals Jim, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, they were great. Tonight. That was awesome. Um, how funny. He kept saying that the city of North. Like, they just, he couldn't say the name. Can't say the name Cleveland. The city of North. I love that. That's great. All right. My start this week is if he plays, is honestly, I didn't know this Trevor Lawrence injury kind of puffed up on me. But if he is set to go, I do like him as a start this week. Tennessee, as you know, they love to give up points to receivers and QBs. Trevor Lawrence, right now, their offense is starting to click a little bit, although there's a little bit of a lapse last week in Detroit, but still played pretty decently as far as fantasy numbers go. 29th against fantasy QBs is Tennessee. I like him as the QB start this week. All right, let's go to running backs. Um, Fred, are you ready this time? We're going to start with you. Who's your running back start this week? Uh, 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 Raheem Mostart. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so we don't know what happened. Tell last me more. Year. I mean, they fell behind <laughs> early, so we don't think it's really going to happen again. Uh, we didn't see much of Jeff Wilson and Mostart, but um, we have two reasons we have to start Mostart this week. The Chargers are extremely vulnerable uh, to running backs. Um, they and and. And they're the only team, I mean, honestly, we are one of the teams that could keep up with the Miami offense when it comes to the quarterback and receivers. So if they, Miami can control the ball a little bit more, keep Herbert off the field, it'd be better for Miami. I'll start with Mostert. All right. Sounds good. Nick, who is, who's your start this week? <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, again, I had a surprise because I didn't know if Joe Mixon was going to come back. But if he does not, and even if he does, Play either Bengal running back because I got Samaje Pirine. He was a washout with the Commanders, uh, but he has caught on big time with with Cincinnati in weeks eleven through thirteen. He's quarterback, running back number two in PPR, averaging twenty three points per game. He scored thirty points against Pittsburgh, fourteen against Tennessee, and thirty excuse me twenty one against the Chiefs with four overall touchdowns. Cleveland, the city up north. Uh, will be officially known now. Uh, they're number 15 against the run in the same time frame. They give up 21 points to running backs, and they gave up overall 324 yards rushing, one TD, and 91 receiving yards. And uh, Samaje's been doing half of that in one game, so he's been fantastic. How do you not respect that beard? I mean, at the end of the day, too. Um, my start this week is going to be, uh, excuse me, Ramondre Stevenson. Damian Harrison's status still up in the air. Arizona, another team that loves to give up points to the running back. They are 20th against fantasy running back. He's been hot as of late. We're just talking about Mac. I forgot what the hell you McCorkle. We're talking about him going off. Well, you know, again, nice little dump off to Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson to pay off for you for your fantasy lineup. Um, Slick. One nine eight one Tobe says Joe Burr by ten to the city of North. Boy, I love this. <laughs> That's some really fun stuff, Lee. Stuff you learn. All right, let's go to receiver Justin. We'll start with you. Who's your receiver start this week? 
Well, since I didn't get a running back, I'll get my running back. Oh, and my bad. I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew I had to go to you. I knew I had to go to you. I just forgot. All right, go ahead. He felt slighted. Just a little bit. I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. So he got a season-high four targets last week. Uh, Kansas City is the fourth-worst team against receiving running backs. And with this Broncos defense, I think they might be able to keep it close with Kansas City for a reasonable amount of time, which means that you know the Broncos are going to do what the Broncos have done well, and that's not pass the ball because Russell Wilson is a steaming pile of you-know-what. Um, it's run the ball with Latavius Murray because he's actually put up decent fantasy numbers this year. So I'm going to go with Latavius Murray as my running back. Wide receiver, Joshua Palmer. Loving the play this week. Josh Palmer against America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Guess what? That means that this is going to be so much fireworks. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be like a Chinese firework factory over there. There's going to be so many fireworks going off. Uh, look for everybody to eat in this game. And I think Josh Palmer is going to have himself another 30-game week or a 30-point week this week. Hopefully we need more. All right, Nick, who's your receiver this week? Well, ironically, I got the other captain. I got I got Captain Captain Christian Kirk. Uh, over the last three games, he's averaged 13 and a half points per game. He scored 17 against Detroit in, in PPR formats. Now he's playing Tennessee this week in the same format, uh, same same time frame. Weeks 11 to 13, they are 32nd against receivers, 47 points per game. That is terrible. Overall, 600 yards, 606 yards, giving up six TDs. Last week, they give up 200 yards to two guys. Two guys. Each of them got, got 100 yards. There was uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith from the great city of Philadelphia. And they gave up three TDs. So um, it's going to continue to roll on. Nobody knows two guys quite like Nick. All right, who is your receiver this week? What, man, what is two thumbs and those two guys? I went, I dug deep for this one. I've got Van Jefferson with the Rams. I mean, there's nobody on the Rams, but uh, this is a good desperation play. He has a line of 19 targets, 11 receptions, 136 yards with two TDs in the last two games. So if you're looking deep, deep, deep for a wide receiver, give him a flyer. So there's 26 teams playing, right? I'm doing my math. I'm maybe yeah, math. six are to buy, yeah. Right. So out of all those teams, Deep. that's your start this week. Yep. Yes, sir. That's why people come, sure. This is why people come to the Jester because they know my I can't wait. You know what's cool? You know what's cool is that they play on Thursday, so we'll get to talk about that on Sunday for sure. Okay, let's go. My start this week, you, you know, you were just talking about him, Justin, but I do have to say – I think Jerry Judy might be a great start this week without Cortland Sutton. I know Russell Wilson's offense has been awful, but they have to throw the football, don't they, with KC. I know we keep saying it, and I keep saying it. No, you you keep saying it. You keep saying it. The Raider matchup matchup was like, ooh, here he comes. And then it was like, oh. This has to be the week, and Jerry Judy has to get um, some of these, some bombs at least. KC is awful. Um, defensively, uh, you know, 28th against fantasy receivers. I like um, Jerry Judy all day this week. All right, let's go to tight ends. Uh, uh, Fred, we'll start with you on tight end. Who you got? Oh, you started with me. That's great. Uh, I just picked Dolchich. The reason I picked Dolchich, and hear me out, is because 
I can't do the show yesterday and say, get him off the waiver wire and then not start the man. So <laughs> that just wouldn't look right. That's you know what it. I mean? He's doubling down. He's doubling down. He's earning it. So, so I like it's Dolchich and not Jerry Judy that gets all the yards. Attached. Although, ironically, the Chiefs are 11th against fantasy tight ends. So it's the one thing they are do 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 well. All right, Nick, let's I'm say you. Who's your, who's your start this week? Man, you just said do do. Do 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 do. Do I covered him last night. I said pick him up. Pick up Hunter Henry. Uh, you know he's not he's not doing fantastic, but in the in the in the realm of the tight ends, which is like bottom of the barrel point production city, uh, he's averaging seven points a game. Um, it's better than a zero, and he's playing Arizona, who's 28th against tight ends, and they're giving up 16 points per game. Last week, uh, they gave up 101 yards and, and two TDs to, to tight ends. So um, if you need a tight end, Derrick Henry, not Derrick Henry, um, Hunter Henry should be your man. All righty, let's go to – did I did I not go to Justin this time again? Justin, who's your tight end? <laughs> what did you do to this man? I just <laughs> <laughs> that one I was messing with him all. You all got right. in Cooper's doghouse. <laughs> um, let, let's, let's look at this one real quick. Noah Fant, two red zone targets last week. Like Nick said, all you need is like what, like seven points to be okay as a tight end? Um Carolina has allowed Kyle Pitts to be relevant, and we never thought Kyle Pitts would ever be relevant. Uh, 19 points scored against them in his game. Um, I don't know. I mean, tight end's one of those things. You just throw crap against the wall and you hope it sticks. I'm going to go with Noah Fant this week. All righty. I'm going to go with the revenge factor and TJ Hawkinson returning to Detroit. Again, Detroit, not very good. Again, well, they're just not good overall at all. But against tight ends, especially 28th in the league, I like the matchup and I like the revenge. So you got to go with TJ Hawkinson. Let's go to defense. Um, Justin, who you like this week at defense? Uh, the Pats. Uh, negative or uh, plus two turnover differential. And the last time they played Kyler Murray, they had them to 170 yards and an interception. Uh, I think that. That's probably not going to happen this week, but I see them at least, you know, pulling off something similar this week uh, against the Arizona Cardinals, the hapless Arizona Cardinals. Nick, what say you? Well, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh because for as bad as they've been playing this season, they've gotten better since TJ Watt came back. And number two, they're playing against Tyler Huntley and one receiver. If they can't stop that, they should just walk off the field. And, uh, you know, I sent you all the clip. What does Mike Tomlin do? He's effing working. So he will get it done. Indeed. Fred, what say you? Who's your starting team? My waiver wire pickup, the Arizona Cardinals. Listen, <laughs> I, listen I, I disagree with you guys. I think Mac Jones is not going to have a good game. He has no wide receiver. His running One of his running backs are hurt. One of his wide receivers are hurt. I think all they have to do is stop Ramondre Stevenson and Arizona's going to hold them down. I see the New England Patriots falling, falling fast out of the playoffs. I have for this week the Bengals going against Cleveland. I mean, we've talked about, you know, we talked about it tonight. That was one thing I should have put instead of the tight end, talk about the defenses. You know, obviously the Browns have a pretty decent defense. We saw them play pretty well last week, but it was Houston. Um, Bengals defense overall, though, have put up 
some really good fantasy points um, against some very decent um, offenses. Look at, look at how they shut down pretty much KC last week. It was pretty impressive. I definitely like them this week. Deshaun, we saw how Deshaun was very limited last week for sure. And Slick1981 Tobe says, under or over 20 on how many skips it takes Watson to get across the Ohio River. <laughs> the way that arm looked last week, bro, I, it's definitely the under. All right, so we talked about guys we like. Let's talk about guys we don't like with some slander flops. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch in the side. It's a big watch. Diamonds dripping off with a clock. Alright, Nick. You starting with you, my friend. Who don't you like this week at QB? Well, as far as I know, there's only ever been one man who's been undefeated. That's Father Time, and uh, he's beaten Tom Brady this week. Uh, he had, Tom Brady's been terrible this season. Uh, he's he's 18th overall. He's 16 points per game. He's 25th in the last three weeks with 18 points per game. In his last three, he scored a 17 and an 18 twice, and only two TDs against Seattle, Cleveland, and the Saints. You're going to sit Tom Brady, especially when he plays San Francisco this week, who's a number third, num- number three defense against quarterbacks with only averaging 10 points per game, only 258 yards and two TDs. I think it's time for Tom to um, look at his retirement fund. Yeah, um, it might, Father Time might be catching up, but again, a very tough defense nonetheless, for sure. I wouldn't say horrible, though. A guy's throwing like three interceptions only this year. He's been, been all right. Uh, Fred, what say you? Who don't you like? This is the first time I'm going to say Russell Wilson. I mean, uh, Justin been bagging on, him all, bagging on him all year. But three things. One touchdown in his last three games. Uh, one one game all season with multiple touchdowns, mm. and last but not least, and that was in week four. Only one time he has pa- top fifteen points per game. I cannot root for him anymore. I am done helping him out. No more cheering for Russell Wilson. Just, I hope he hears you, Justin. What say you? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. I don't know whether it was the 700 days of rust or the noodle arm or too much body oil or massage oil on his hands, but there was something wrong with that man throwing the football on Sunday. Fear. And fear is what was wrong with him. It just, I mean, it, I mean, when you fear the Houston Texans, maybe you shouldn't be an NFL quarterback anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I don't know. He's got to prove something. And this week he either proves it or he takes a nice little trip to the waiver. NFL is a fast game. That is for sure. Deshaun definitely seeing that after being away for a while. Kyler Murray, for me this week, is a flop against this New England Patriots offense, I mean, excuse me, defense, who is very, very stout um, all over the field. And we know how Bill Belichick likes to scheme. And we also know how Kyler Murray has been getting very frustrated in this offense, uh, finding and making mistakes after said frustration. I like this. Um, I like, excuse me, the Patriots D to hold him back is his current, his usual state, no Kyler Murray this week. Sit him on your bench. All right, let's go to running backs. Let's go, Nick. Who you got? I got the former Florida Gator, current Houston Texan, 
Damian Pierce in weeks 11 through 13. He's number 34. He's averaging 6.9 points per game. In his last three, he's had 12.8 points total. Total. Uh, with the four with four point two yards yards per game, now he's playing against the Dallas Cowgirls, who is ninth against running backs, eighteen points per game. Uh, they've only given up eighty five rushing yards per game with one total touchdown. I think it's night night for Damian. Brad, who's your flop? Oh, sadly to say, but Kareem Hunt saw nine carries and three targets last week, and that was against the lowly Texans. Um, and that was the most targets and touches as he had since week eight, which is totally surprising me. I didn't even figure that out. And also, it has 9.4 fantasy points. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're going to trade him soon, I mean, next season, but he's not doing too well. Well, I don't know where you've been out, but ain't nobody starting Kareem Hunt. They ain't done nothing all year. All right, Justin, what say you? I'm going with Rashad White. Um, So not only is he playing the 49ers, which is a a grinder of a defense, but – uh, he succeeded 60% of the carries to Leonard Fournette right off the, the uh, bat last week in his first start. I just don't think it's a Rashad White type of uh, week. And he barely got by with that one touchdown last week. So I'd sit him this week. Travis Etienne Jr. is my flop this week going against Tennessee, who are ninth against fantasy running backs. They do give up some passes to running backs. So that is um, a little bit on his side. I still see them stifling. So especially if Trevor Lawrence ends up not going, that's going to be a huge dent to Travis Etienne's day uh, for sure. They're just going to stack the line again. All right, let's go to receiver. Nick, who's your flop? Well, I got to go with the stack, don't I? So if I'm going to sit Brady, I'm sitting Mike Evans, man. I'll tell you what, his last three, a 5.4, a 3.1, and a 5.9. Uh, week's 11 through 13, he's ranked number 84, and that's not good unless you're Randy Moss. Uh, that's 7.5 points per game. So I don't care who he's playing. Sit him. All right. That's Fred's favorite fancy player. Justin, how about you? Uh, Juju. Uh, Nick was saying about the terrible stat line for um, – who's your running back again, Nick? I'm sorry. Uh, Pierce. Pierce. Juju has 14 points in the last three games. Get the hell out of here. He's running the fewest routes in the last three games, and he's got his fewest targets of the season in the past three games. Sit him, sit him, sit him. Don't want any part of that. Brad, what say you? Gabe Davis. Uh, he's a boomer bust option, but lately he's been busting. He has fewer than 70 yards in his last five and six games, and he's going against a tough chest secondary. Let's go, Jets! Oh, I got to say about that. All right, I got C.D. Lamb as my sit this week. Houston, I don't know, again, if it's we keep talking about it, if it's their secondary, if it's because teams get up on them. Either way, they, they're number four against fantasy receivers. Crazy enough, C.D. Lamb, a sit this week. I think it's more than likely you'll see Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott having great days and not necessarily the air, air game. All right, let's go to Nick on the tight ends. Who you like? You mean who I, who I don't who like? Who don't like? My bad. Sorry. We're on the don't <laughs> uh, like. <laughs> I forget. Who's, I think it was Freddie that said they're going to start Greg Dulcich. I don't know why because he's had 12 total points the past three three games. And and his biggest problem, he's got a Russell Wilson issue. Um, he's got – check this out. Last three games, he had a three, a 1.1, 1. 1, 
and 8.5, which got him fifth tight end rank. So, uh, and now he's playing the Chiefs and, and the Chiefs are doing surprisingly well against tight ends. So, um, sit Greg Dulcich, his beard, his long fl- flowing hair, sit everything. Let's go. Sit the Dulcich. All right. You're keeping Brad. receipts. Okay. That's fine. Brad, who, who don't you like this week? I got to agree, agree, disagree with, I got, uh, Noah Font. Oh, another um, guy no one ever starts. Go ahead. He's starting him. Doesn't start again. <laughs> no, it can't. No, it can't. He, he had a good week last week. He scored fourteen point two points. But um, the defense that they uh, Panthers defense allowed doesn't allow touchdowns to much tight ends. He hasn't scored more than seven point nine points in a game where he hasn't hit pay dirt. So without touchdowns, he's not scoring points. Justin, uh, Tyler Conklin. Uh, one point the last time that he went to Buffalo. I know he's my guy, but one point the last time he went to Buffalo. And Buffalo boasts the second best defense against tight ends. That's going to be a tough outing. Yeah, it's going to be a tough outing for the Jets. Say goodnight. All right, let's go to Daniel Bellinger. My sit this week against the Eagles. Eagles very tough against fantasy tight ends. And I just don't see, again, Daniel Jones doing much against this Philly D, man, who, quite frankly, they've been nasty all season long against fantasy QBs. Um, so, again, I'd be sitting Daniel Bellinger this week. All right, let's finish it up with the flop the D. Uh, Nick, who do you like this week? Man, this week I'm I'm sitting the Giants. It's, it's not because I'm a, I'm a homer, but, man, they're, they're playing the birds. They're going to hang 40 on them at least. Come on. Uh there's no way on God's green earth, first of all, James Bradbury is, is going to walk into MetLife Stadium and get scored on, num- number one. The, the Eagles defense, I mean, the Eagles offense is going to eat them up. Forget about it. All right. What do you say, Fred? Who's your flop this week? Uh, the Browns. <laughs> I want to talk about the Browns today. They did good last week, but guess what? They made the Texans run from the Bengals, man. Run, run, run. Do not start the Browns. Yeah, they're getting hot at the right time, the Bengals, uh, you know, bringing up their team just in general. Uh, Justin, who do you like? Who don't you like, sorry? Uh, Vikings. So, you know, Fred wants Goff. Nick says Kirk. And that's because it's going to be a fantasy bonanza game for offense. Don't start either one of these defenses. But the one that you would likely start is the Vikings. So just don't start the Vikings this week. Yeah, I definitely would stay away from both. I took, you know, I Jim brought up, he had a layup. I took the layup, too, this week. I I just went ahead and said, yeah, you don't start the Broncos. I don't think anyone was planning on it. Um, they are pretty good defense, but ain't no way in the heck they're keeping up with this KC offense. So, yeah, I took the layup this week on that one. All right, hey, you know what? We got a Thursday night game, although not all that exciting, but one to talk about. Let's break it down. Break down! Break down! All right, the Raiders at the Rams. The Raiders lead this series 8-6. to six. Um, The last time they played was 2018. The Rams won 33-13. to 13. The Rams have won four out of the last five. The Raiders, however, are favored by six and a half. And the over-under is 43 and a half. Nick, I'll start with you. Give me some guys you like and don't like, and who's you, who, is, who is your winner? Well, um... I would like to see Devontae Adams. I want to see if he can actually get over 200 yards receiving this year. Each week, he seems to just be taking steps closer to it. So I want to see if 
that that happens. Uh, the second thing I want to see uh, if Cam Akers can actually. I'm, I'm not a Cam Akers fan, but I want to see if he can put two games together like he had last week. And as far as the outcome, uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. All reluctantly. Right. Fred, what about you guys you like, don't like, and who's your winner? This is such a boring game. Um, <laughs> who the, Raiders, the Raiders are playing who, the Rams? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, listen, I like, I, I'm liking the Raiders, man. The offense is clicking. Nobody has been saying it, but they won three games in a row. And they're one game behind the Chargers in the AFC West. So I definitely like Adams. I definitely like – I think Carr's coming and starting to play again. I don't know what's going on. But, hey, I was talking crap about the coach early in the season. But now they're playing. Um, on the other end, maybe my – my I got to stick with my boom, with my my, my big pick, uh, Van Jefferson. <laughs> Hopefully he can get a touchdown here or there. <laughs> so I can let you in. quiet. <laughs> Stick by your pick for sure. That's right. All right, Justin. Guys, you like you don't like. Who's your winner? Yeah, well, it's a battle of uh, LA's favorite team versus LA's current team. Um, and you know, I'm going to go with obviously the Raiders in this one. It, it's just going to be interesting to see where all the pieces fall. Um, you know, I could see Josh Jacobs absolutely unloading like he's been doing the past couple weeks in this game. Um, you know, on the Rams side, like Nick said, can Cam Akers piece two games together? This Raiders defense is very unintimidating. This could be easily, and we've been talking about it. The Rams have put up points. It's weird, but they were in the game with Seattle, who's a playoff team right now. So, you know, weirder shit has happened in the NFL. And who knows, maybe Baker Mayfield makes a fourth quarter appearance and leads it to 150 yards, two touchdowns, and leads the combat trail and proves us all wrong. But I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will. So I'm going with the Raiders this week. He could wake up feeling dangerous for sure, but I'm not thinking so. I think we all like the Raiders in this Thursday night matchup. By the way, Fred, uh, you know, talking about what you just mentioned, yeah, um, what a contrast from last Thursday. It was such a big uh, game with the Patriots and the Bills, and now we go to this Thursday, and it's like, uh... uh <laughs> Raiders versus Rams. Raiders, uh, Rams. I mean, to be fair, they both were supposed to be pretty decent this year. The Raiders, though, on the uptick, um, so do like in this offense. Foster Moreau is the guy I um, still want to look out for. Darren Waller's still not back, so you still like him. He's a little banged up, but so just make sure you follow that this week. So I do like him. Josh Jacobs is the number one fantasy running back. That How crazy is that? Somebody that we totally, I don't think, really paid enough respect to. Uh, but he could definitely have a big game. This Rams defense, though, is still pretty decent um, against uh, fantasy running backs. So maybe he is stifled a little bit. Um, and we'll see Derek Carr have to throw the ball. We'll see. Hopefully, at least they make it a game nonetheless, as Justin Imagine the, the Raiders win and the Patriots and the Chargers lose. They're all tied Ooh, for the final like, round spot. Look at I the like Raiders. <laughs> let, them, let, them, let them all fight for it down to the bottom. And, you know, especially the Jets because they won't even beat it. All right, let's get out of here tonight. Don't forget on Friday, we're going to have TGIF. We're going to have Fantasy Feud with the 
fun guest. Obviously, Jordan is going to be back to defend um, his number one contendership. We're going to have our weekly breakdown, alternate DFS lineups. We got it all for you. And on Sunday, Wake Up with DFS, we got it all on that show as well with our picks. Uh, Jay, the plug of the week, all kind of fun stuff. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications button. You want to get on that, Jester's back for sure. We appreciate you guys, and we are out. And we're back. <laughs> and just like that. We're on a Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.